Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you are listening to AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Today we are joined in the studio by Liam. Welcome, Liam. Oh, Liam's not in front of the microphone. Hello, Liam. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And Nathan. Welcome, Nathan. Hi, guys. Ian. Hi there. Hey, Ian. And Ben. What's up? Um, We are, you guys all greeted me with such confidence. So confidently. How appropriate is that? Because our topic today is confidence. So I picked four super confident young men. Yeah, Liam's got something to add already. Go. Uh, I think it's pretty appropriate. What's appropriate? Our topic? Given yes. given the group of guys we have? I totally agree. I was going to call this Maybe, sh- maybe not. I was going to we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out. I was going to call the show insecurity, but then I decided to put a positive spin on it. Were, were you insecure about the title? Oh, I see what you did there. Nope, I wasn't. Okay. I just had a better idea. <laughs> All right, so we're already off track and we haven't even started. Would you guys say that most teenagers or most of your peers are confident or insecure? Or is it hard to generalize? I would guess that most people are not confident, but they fake it. Oh, yeah. yep. that's, all right. I, that's what I feel. Yeah. You guys all agree with that. Mm-hmm. Do you know people who are genuinely confident? I think there are some people that are confident in different... In specific areas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, like, there are plenty of people who are confident in their athletic ability or in their academics, but I don't I don't know if I know anyone who's completely confident 100% in themselves all the time. Any of you know anyone who's completely confident? Uh, any, any of my peers. Okay. Put it that way. <laughs> well, here's a distinction to make, though, because... People can be confident, but also humble about things that they don't, like areas where they, I think it's silly for anybody to be 100% confident all the time about everything, because then they're probably just narcissistic, (laughs) (laughs) right? But so like genuine, I don't know, if you think of someone who you think is genuinely confident, what is it about that person that makes you think that they are? Like, why do you think those people are confident? Not what makes them confident, but what do they do that displays confidence that that you pick up on? What about how just how someone carries himself or herself? Is that an indication? Yeah, I was going to say a lot of people uh, sort of seek approval. um, And people who are confident, they don't need that. Okay. Um, Like, it's still nice to get compliments and stuff like that. but, you but if you're certain of your ability, like if you're really good at football and you don't need people to tell you, wow, you're so good. You don't even need like college offers to say, oh, hey, you should play football. That's how good you are. It's If you're good at what you do, you know it. And you don't need someone to tell you about it. Okay, but I would say football, if you're good at football... You get compliments regardless of whether you need them or not, and that's why you're confident in your ability in football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, that there, was just sort of an example. Yeah, like so, in general, you, 
even if it's nice to get them, if some people you can just tell that they don't need compliments to okay. function. I, I don't really know how to describe no, it. No, I know what and you're I can't saying. think of a specific example, but So could confidence come from like how how much worth you think you have? Like a believing in the worth of yourself? Because if you believe like you don't need compliments, you will be confident, but you don't need compliments because you think you're already good enough or are like worth something. You think you're valued. You don't need to rely on others for that. Hmm. But where do you find now? We're now we're like totally getting. <laughs> but this is a good question. Where do you find your worth, or how do you know your worth if other people aren't expressing that for you? Like, where would if you know that you're worth something and you're valued, and you don't need other people to tell you that? How do you know that? Where's that come from? I think you can reach a point where you don't need people to tell you anymore. Um, oh, okay. I think we all need someone. I guess we don't. <sighs> this is a lot of generalizations. People are different. Um, I personally don't think I'm confident enough that someone could. I like compliments. Let's put it that way. And you look great today, by the way. <laughs> 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 it's, it's good. It's good to have people tell me w- what I'm doing well, um, and maybe I'll reach a point where. I have enough confidence that I don't need that anymore. But until then, it's nice to have people who lift me up. And especially when I'm down they and they can tell that I'm down and help bring me up and say, hey, no, you're good enough who you, how you are and who you are. Um, so I don't, maybe you just reach a point or maybe you find it somewhere else. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The confidence that you guys have, like think about your own lives what you're confident in, what, how you know your worth, how you know your value. Where did that come from? Who instilled that in you? I, I don't consciously think about it much. <clears throat> I think it probably came from our parents um, because they, well, at least how they raised me. Um, they raised me telling me that um, I could do good things and that I was a good person and um, I was valued and I was loved by them. So I could just almost subconsciously, I'm just, I just expect that. And, um, I think that part of like part of growing up has been for me like um, that realizing like I mean they gave me what I thought was my value but really um, when their kind of role in my life subsides although it'll never completely subside um, that's when like God comes in because God infinitely loves us and so we can find our total worth in that because the God of the universe cares for us. Anybody want to add to that? I think ultimately our confidence comes from God and knowing that He made us. And he made us who we are, how he wants us to be. Um, but the humans that we are, I think sometimes we need a vessel, mm-hmm. um, someone oh, yeah, to say, this is a little bit, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for here. It, it's maybe not quite practical, uh, or the phrasing is something that you wouldn't hear. But if you have someone saying, God made you who you are, how you are, and we love you for it, that is that's a way to get confidence because sometimes it's hard to just, Oh, all on my own. I know that I'm perfect. (laughs) The, how God made me. Sometimes you need someone to tell you. And if, even if they don't say God made you perfect, if that's where like compliments and encouragement from your parents comes into play saying you are, how you are is good enough. You're how you're supposed to be. Ben, I want to go back to something you said a little bit ago about people who, fake confidence do you remember saying that 
Yeah. So, so there are people who are truly confident and there are people who pretend like they're confident. Can you tell the difference? And if so, how? All of you, any of you, like, do you know when someone, wow, that person is so insecure that they're really overconfident? I think it'll come across when you're alone with that person. Um, a lot of people act differently when they're in group settings. And so um, when you're one-on-one with a person, um, they're a lot more, I guess, personable. But um, you, you can really get to know them then because they're the only person you're paying attention mm-hmm. to. So it definitely comes across more then because they're more chilled out and calmed down. And so you get their real personality. Do you think sometimes overconfidence is a sign of lack of confidence? Yes. You do? Yeah. Do you guys ever get overconfident when you're feeling insecure? I do that. <laughs> no. Eh, maybe. I'm, 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 I'm the only one that does that. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're the only one. Like, <laughs> no, I, I've, I've witnessed people who sort of start going crazy with, look how good I am. And, and you just can't, can't help but think, like... Do you really feel that I, way about I think, yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just pre- pretending. I don't know. That's not usually, I don't think that's usually how I am, but. It's not how you are. And I'm not just saying that to compliment you. Truly, it's not how you are. Okay, let me ask you this. What are some, what are some things that typically teenagers or typical teenagers are insecure about? What are the sorts of things that make you guys or your peers feel insecure? Their physical appearance. Is that Ian because of comparison to your to other people? You mean? Yeah, I mean, with how society is like going along, it's like the people who like like society has created an image of or has distorted like what perfection is. So everyone wants to be what that image is. And they just try and get there, and they just overthink what perfection is, and uh, they kind of stray off. I don't want to say like stray off of God's path, but but sometimes, kinda, yeah, yeah, just be. They just want to be like what society uh, is uh, giving them, like what to be. Is that only? In regard to physical appearance, Ian, or you think that is in regard to other things as well? Um, or anyone can answer that, really. Yes, I I agree that, um, I mean, with jobs, I mean, most people want to be successful uh, and make earn a lot of money, So, but they overlook the jobs like... Um, uh, that might be more fulfilling, maybe, or... Yeah, um... Like uh, the garbage men. I don't, I don't want to say garbage men because that sounds like that's like a stereotype. But I mean, if it weren't for them, uh, there'd just be piles of garbage just right. everywhere in our streets. <laughs> so, kind of um, following that line of thinking, and you talked about how um, we all sort of get this focus that we want to get a job that pays lots of money and have. that starts kind of early, I think. Yeah. You know, and you guys, Ben, you just recently went through the whole college application process. Nathan, you're kind of going through it now. Starting. Mm -hmm. 
Ian and Liam, this it'll be coming up for you before too long. So, but and there's a lot of focus on that, like a lot of attention. Do you guys ever feel a lot of pressure in that regard? Do you feel ever like people expect too much of you, or you expect too much of yourselves? Um, I've had um, like right now, what I'm thinking for major, like major wise for college would be theology and philosophy. That'd be my two favorite subjects. And, um, I don't really know profession after that, but that's just kind of like a first step. But, um, when I talk to people about it, um, people who are in our faith or even people who are in our faith, um, it's been suggested several times to like, um, maybe opt for it as a minor or like (laughs) take take like engineering or something instead. That's a great Um, example. So like (laughs) people, um, yeah, like, I don't know, go to healthcare or be a doctor or something like that. Um, and that's all yeah. related to because you need to get a good job that pays a lot of money, yeah, yeah. right? It's like yeah. The yeah. Uh, I remember in theology, we were talking about how the Beatitudes, like, they point us towards, like, what God gave us or, like, how God wants us to be happy. And nowadays with society, uh, they point us saying, oh, if you make more money, You'll live a better life. You'll be more happy. Where even get the opposite, giving away your money, um, are doing other jobs that may not society may not like accept. Yeah. But you're happy doing it. That's what God wants us to do. Yeah, we've sort of gotten into a cultural habit of doing the opposite of what the Beatitudes suggest we do. <laughs> um, can, are you guys able to set realis- realistic? and achievable goals for are you guys able to kind of like Nathan what do you do when people say hey Nathan don't study philosophy and theology does that affect does that shake you up a little bit or um it has before usually when people say that I'm like yeah I'm still kind of discerning and praying about it and that's my segue into stop stop talking about it (laughs) (laughs) really because what is somebody going to say if you say I'm discerning and praying about it (laughs) no don't do that stop discerning and praying just follow my advice (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no um yeah I mean well I I tell them the truth because I honestly am praying about it and I honestly am keeping my mind open so I just tell them the truth do teenagers ever make decisions like I guess specifically bad decisions due to a lack of confidence like can a lack of confidence or can insecurity shape the decisions we make, the way we live our lives, the people we surround ourselves with, et cetera? Yeah, Ian was talking about seeing others and wanting to be like them, aspiring to be like what the world sees as good. So I don't know, I was going to mention earlier, like if I look in a mirror at myself, I can be happy with how I look. But then a lot of times it's when I look towards others and see, okay, this is why people like him. Why is he popular? And then it's like, okay, should I be more like that so that people like me too? I don't want people to not like me. So if people go out and party because, and that makes them popular, like, oh, wow, he's so cool. He can go to the parties and stuff like that. I feel like some people aspire to be like that so much that they're going to go out and make those decisions. That's not the only reason people party for sure, but in many other examples, but just the desire to be like others or say, okay, this is what people like about him. Maybe I should try that or her. I don't know. I'm talking about dudes because that's, <laughs> cause I'm a dude. As you should. <laughs> so would insecurity, um, be rooted, 
generally speaking in a desire to be liked or desire to be loved? Or let me say it a different way. Is confidence rooted in the knowledge that you are liked and accepted? Nowadays, yes. You think so? Yeah. Sounds good. I, I think it is. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be. Okay. But I would agree that that's sort of how it is. And then I guess insecurity is the fear of not being good enough. Um, what do you mean by good and en- good enough for what? Anything. It, it depends. Good enough if for, you're by insecure, other people's standards, you mean? Sure. It, okay. like, if you're insecure about, we'll go back to football. If you're insecure about being a good athlete, then you might need someone to say, hey, you're a good athlete. Or you'll, and sometimes it can be good. You can work harder to make yourself better. And it's, once again, any area of your life can be like this. It's Sometimes it'll push you to be a better person, but sometimes it'll make you be unhappy with yourself and you, you might start doing things that aren't good. Okay. It's, I don't know. It can be a slippery slope. Okay. I'm in, Here's a question I'm going to ask you and I'll give you 10 seconds to think about it. Are there experience you've ha- experiences you've had that have helped you become a more confident person? Okay, while they're thinking about that, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt. We're here today with Liam, Nathan, Ian, and Ben, and we're talking about confidence. So now I'm asking these guys if there's if there are experiences that they've had in their own lives that have helped them become more confident can anybody think of one i i don't really have an experience it's just like something i do when i set out goals when say for for me i since i play basketball um going into as an incoming freshman i said all right i want to play basketball uh high school basketball so what do i do and i you know becoming a becoming stronger um get having better ball handling working on my shot and then you know participating in stuff in the off season going to camps and just trying to become a better overall player not just for yourself but for the team and show that you really care and committed but after that say you make the team now what you're in the season what do you do um and then you set smaller goals or I set smaller goals for myself are like try and try and get a starting spot by uh out hustling or outworking everyone else but Ian if you so if you're not able to achieve all of those goals do you lose confidence or you just work harder like how does that motivate you or does it motivate you does it does it motivate you or does it deflate you I guess is the question are you are you thinking? I don't know. I meet in, all my goals. It, it mo- <laughs> in most cases, um, it motivates me because I always ask myself after I complete a goal, what do I do now? Okay. Do I stop here or do I keep pushing myself to be better? Like my coach said this year, be humble and hungry at the same time. Ooh, that's hey. awesome! I like that coach. More <laughs> coaches were that way. Yeah, that's good. Humble and hungry. Did anybody anybody else want to share an experience that that helped build confidence? Did you think of one? This was something kind of cool. I recently got a for my graduation got a book from my aunt. It's 
I guess it's a journal. Um, but at the bottom of every page has a little Bible verse. Um, and it was, I see, I don't, I, it's here on the retreat. I just didn't bring it to the, the radio, radio station. station. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it said something about, it, it mentioned how God made us who we are for a reason. Um, and then I, we discussed a little bit on the car ride here. Um, and I just sort of talked about, we are God's perfect. We might not be our own perfect. Like it, we might not see ourselves and say, I'm perfect how I am, but we're exactly how God made us and that exactly how he wants us to be made. So I might not be the best swimmer or whatever, but there are some things that I'm good at and it's my duty to then be good at them and use them to glorify him. So if I can focus on what I'm good at, my good traits and know that they're from God and that he made me who I am and that's how he wants me to be. Um, that was, I, I, I read that a week ago about, and it just, it made me feel better about it because it doesn't, it doesn't matter what other people think. It matters what God thinks. It matters what I think basically when it, you come down to it. You know what? I loved what you said a little bit ago, how when you, I can look in the mirror and think I'm okay with who I am, but it's when I look at other people or other pictures. So wouldn't that be awesome if you could look in the mirror and see yourself, how God sees you, and then not even the other images, the other things you see don't matter, don't shape you, don't influence you. It's just how God sees you that is your strongest influence and how you see yourself. That's cool, Ben. Did you want to add anything to that, Nathan? Um, I get um, I get in confidence with people. Um comes from compliments um we have like um at the end of retreats we'll have um affirmation bags and um whether the person really knew me or not um just them complimenting something about me that they think is holy or um godlike um that really helps um katie you give me compliments all the time and um whether i actually live up to those compliments or not it may um it draws me closer to god because um even if somebody says says like oh you're a really prayerful person it um like, well, thank you, first of all. But then um, it makes me feel like I'm actually a prayerful person. It adds, like, a reality to that um, to that fact. And so maybe I wasn't such a prayerful person, but because I gained confidence that I was, um, and, um, I became more prayerful, I guess. And also, like, if, if we, um, we sell ourselves short sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So, Nathan, you may think, oh, gosh, I'm not a prayerful person. But, but... I perceive you as a prayerful person. So mm-hmm. like when, when someone perceives us as something, I think our tendency is to say, oh, that person doesn't know me at all. <laughs> yeah, but really yeah. what our tendency could be is that person sees me a little bit more like God sees me. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself the way God sees me maybe as much as I should. So yeah, yeah. I recently observed that I think it's a lot easier to see the good things about other people and then the bad things about yourself. Um, so uh, maybe this sounds prideful, narcissistic, but sometimes it it's important to stop and look at the good things that you have, that you can do. Um, no, that's not prideful. That's on my list of top 10 things you can ooh. do. Boom. To be more confident. <laughs> but <it's>, so sometimes <laughs> affirmations, because affirmations aren't just off the cuff uh, compliments. It's a, yeah, yeah. it's, you, you sit down and you think about, okay, how is this person good? And usually it's 
for me, it's in the context of a retreat. So a lot of people focus on in a godlike way, how is this person good? So if I can't recognize the good in myself, sometimes having other people to help me is really good. So it's important to have friends who can compliment, but give real compliments Mm -hmm. because you might see the good in them and they might see the good in you. But then when you get separate, you see the bad in yourself. They see the bad in themselves. So sometimes you just have to share it. Ben, not only that is that on my list, it's number one on my list. Ooh. Right? Stop putting yourself down. When you think a negative thought about yourself, recall two qualities that you really like. Number one. Nailed it. Okay, number two. Respect your feelings and appreciate your ideas. Do you guys do that? Respect your own feelings and appreciate your awesome ideas. Not enough. Not enough. It's hard to do, yeah, yeah, because of all the comparisons. Um, This one I think is hilarious. I don't really get it. This is, by the way, is from uh, Youth Update. This is a top 10 list from Youth Update. Learn to manage your time and money. I guess I do get it. Well, yeah. (laughs) I understand the time part, but money, money, I I think we don't really have to worry about money right now. Because you don't have any anyway? Who needs money? Yeah, okay. Um, set reasonable goals for yourself and stick with them. And then I swear, I don't swear, I promise it says this in top 10 youth update. Be like Ian. There it is right there. Yeah, like no, that's Ian. a lie. It's not on there. It's Katie not on there. Okay, I did promise and that was just a flat out lie. Um, what? You, well, it was within seven seconds you called back your license. Okay? Oh, that's right. That's yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. If It's not a lie if you take it back within seven seconds. It's in the code of canon law. It's in the code of Father Jim Caesar. <laughs> okay. That's true. Uh, I like We don't have time for the rest of them, so good luck, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Precious Lord Jesus, we love you and we praise you. Lord, let our confidence be in you. Let us um, lift and build each other up. Let us lift and build ourselves up. And let it all be rooted in our love for you and our knowledge of your love for us. In your precious name we pray, Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM 820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We were joined today by the super confident, wonderful, holy, what other compliments can I give? Apostolic. Awesome. Apostolic? No. <laughs> I thought we were going crazy there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Ben, Ian, Nathan, and Liam, thank you guys for being here. Until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com. Then-